The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is... <laughs> well, I can hear it in my voice. It is Saturday morning. What's going on, Sex Panther? Uh, Saturday morning, but at least you're here. I'm not sure what kind of shape you're in. Apparently better shape than Phil, but like a good degenerate. I was in bed at like 7.30, got like a full 12-hour sleep. <laughs> I'm up and ready, raring to go. I got less than a third of that. <laughs> That means you're enjoying life maybe a little bit better than I am. Oh, boy. Ah. So, no Philip today. He, uh, you know, Kyle got married. I don't think it's been mentioned on the podcast. It's been mentioned on Twitter and the book club. Kyle got married, and uh, Phil was the best man. So, uh, I think they had a few too many adult beverages last night. No, I I wanted to be that guy to really kind of save Kyle. Everybody's just throwing out these congratulations, congratulations. And I'm just thinking in the back of my mind, don't do it. Don't do it. I believe Rory did that on Twitter. I believe Rory was uh, trying to caution Oh, yeah. Rory and I seem to agree on a lot of stuff, which is kind of sad because last week, Rory and I just shit the bed when it came to the NFL picks. Mm. Yeah, you two two agreeing. That was not good, right? Not good at all. Be a proverbial new kiss of death. <laughs> you and Rory. Oh boy. Well, you were talking about how much you love the this slate of games this week. Should we oh jump into God. it? Horrible. I'm, I'm listen, degenerates. I'm just trying to help put to put together a show. I know Arch would love to have a 20 minute show, and he might actually have it. I I scrapped together four games today. Um, so let's start with the Dolphins the bears as i've mentioned many times when we talk about the dolphins it is Tua's team you know this is a team that tried to get rid of tua last year with the you know the previous hierarchy but this is clearly Tua's team undefeated with Tua playing quarterback and uh, this is their third or excuse me their second shot at winning three games in a row they won three in a row to start the season lost three in a row when Tua got injured and then they've gotten right against some pretty patsy competition. They've beaten Pittsburgh, they've beaten Detroit, and along come the Chicago Bears. I, Chicago recognizing that, hey, Justin Fields could use some help. So they go out and get Chase Claypool. And I, they, listen, I think this is a great addition for the Bears, kind of a coming home thing. He's a Notre Dame guy, so um, the area knows him quite well. I'm not entirely sure how that plays out for this week, you know, getting acclimated to the team and, and running the routes and knowing the playbook. But I do think long term, 
This could be a real great addition for the Bears. I think we got a little bit excited last week seeing the Bears put up 29 points against a pretty talented Cowboys defense. But you kind of wonder if they took some time off there, didn't play real hard there at the end. In any case, looking at Miami here on the road, should be a decent day at Soldier Field. No rain, uh, still be pretty mild temperatures for November here in the Midwest. I think Tua and crew can take care of the four and a half points. I'll eat those points and put 50 bucks on the Dolphins. I don't disagree with you. The four, four and a half seems a little, um, I don't know. It it seems to favor the Dolphins a little bit. I do think Chicago is starting to figure things out. More than 29 points against Dallas, they actually, in my mind, looked like a real grown-up offense at times. They had plays. They had plays where you could see they had a plan, and the plan was actually kind of successful on more than one occasion. I, I think the Bears are, you know, I, I mentioned it. I think they're starting to turn things around just a little bit. They seem to be understanding who they are, what they're about, and playing to their strengths instead of just flailing about looking absolutely helpless. Uh, with that being said, at the four, you only, you're only minus four right now. Good. Yeah, at the four, four and a half, I think you're right. I'm leaning the Dolphins in this one. But if it ticks up to five, it's a whole different story. <laughs> so right now, I'm with you, leaning Miami. A point makes a big difference. Yeah, oh, to yeah. your point, though, that Chicago, they've, they've not really missed. I mean, the 20 points is, a yes, it's a blowout. But really, they've not been getting destroyed. They've been in games. Their defense is keeping them in games. And the offense, I mean, if they just – Flip to page two of the playbook. (laughs) Maybe they help help themselves out a little bit. Next game up, the Carolina Panthers are going to Queen City, take on the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals really took one on the chin last week at Cleveland. Um, That was Monday night football, so a shorter week for Cincinnati, but they are at home. Going against a Carolina team that's basically in full rebuild mode, right? They, they've they're under their third string quarterback. They shipped Christian McCaffrey out. Um, they is really banged up. Their Chubba Hubbard is out for this game. Richard Higgins is out for this game. Like this is a team that's you think they're in full pump mode, and then, you know they beat Tampa Bay two weeks ago. Took Atlanta to overtime, so. You almost don't know what to think of this Panther team. The, the management and coaching is probably thinking, hey, let's lose as many as we can, get one of these top-tier quarterbacks coming in next year's draft. But the players are thinking, no, I'm playing for my job. I want to be here. They're trying. They got that real try-hard thing going. But they're going to Cincinnati who, listen, I think this has been one of the big enigmas of the NFL season. Are they lucky? Are they not lucky? Are they good? Are they not good? Like, I don't think we know what to make of the Bengals. Last week was the first week without Jamar Chase, and it didn't go well. Um, you know, Burrow didn't have a very efficient game. The turnovers were back. The sacks were back. And the Cincinnati has shown in their wins, that's where it's at. If they protect Joe Burrow, keep him standing upright, he doesn't get sacked, they don't turn the ball over, they're the real deal. At home, again, on a, on a nice Midwestern spring-like day, I think weather's not going to be an issue, and they should completely overmatch this Carolina team. It's 0-3 on the road. Um, so of their four losses, three of them have come by 10 or more points. I think that happens again tomorrow. So I'm taking the Bengals and laying the touchdown for 50 bucks. All right. Uh, let's see. This opened up minus 9.5 for Cincinnati. It's shifted down to minus 7, 7.5, depending on your book, it looks like. 
I don't see anything better than that. Oh, wow. There's still an eight and a half out there. I had no idea Sports Illustrated had a sports book. Sports Illustrated sports book. I'll be damned. Okay. Learn something new. Um, <laughs> I'm leaning Carolina in this one. I, I'm not quite there. Um, <clears throat> eight. I'm probably betting Carolina seven, seven and a half. I, I'm leaning that way. I wouldn't surprise me if Cincinnati comes out and win, especially, you know, Carolina. They're living on borrowed time. This is they're not a very good team, and I think even the fan base is probably thinking we'd like to just lose the rest of them. Wouldn't yeah, you? but you know, coaches don't 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 buy into the, the ownership's bullshit about losing games. It's gonna be better for everybody. Ask Brian Flores about all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh boy, well, they're already they're already on a rent a coach right now. Anyway. Yeah, well, that's true. All right, next game up, the Minnesota Vikings are going to go to D.C., take on the Washington football team, the Cobra Commanders, if you will. Uh, the Vikings, you know, quietly, 6-1, second-place team in the NFC, reeled off five in a row here. The offense is kind of clipping along. Defense is better than last year. I think that's about all I can say is better than last year. They're still prone give up a ton of points but um you know their last five games four of those have been on the uh, been at home this is only their second game in a month and a half where they're going to hit the road going against a washington team that's won three in a row this is kind of the washington team that we saw last year keep games low scoring really tough defense and they've got a little bit more of a running attack it's not great but it's more balanced with brian robinson uh just kind of a the story for me, you know, coming back from getting shot um, preseason before week mm. one, he was supposed to be the starter. He got shot, came back after only four weeks. Uh, I think this is such an absolute great story. Um, but what, listen, Washington wins low scoring, close games. They've won 12 to 7, 23 to 21, 17 to 16. Now, those are against some really, they're bad or, oh, Ordering on bad teams. They mean Chicago, Green Bay, and Indianapolis. Not a love, a lot of love for those three teams coming from me. Uh, Minnesota. I, I know we we kind of leave ourselves scratching our head, but listen, it's not prime time. It's not Monday night. It's not Sunday night. Just normal Kirk should show up. And uh, Dalvin Cook has been one of the better running backs now for almost a freaking decade. He's been around for a while. I think the Vikings can go into Washington and take care of business. I've only got to lay the three, so give me the Vikes for 50 bucks. I don't know what to make of this line. Only three against Washington. Honestly, it's, I am scr- are you not scratching your head a little bit? I, a little, but like I said, Washington's been playing pretty good the last, I think maybe it's more of a credit to Washington's defense. Yeah, yeah, they've been better. They're, they're you know, I'd even say they're probably better than Green Bay's defense. There's about 27 teams that you think. <laughs> uh, I'm leaning Minnesota and actually, no, you know, I'm leaning Washington in this one ever so ever so slightly. looks like. Yeah, just just a bit. Just I just don't like this game. I don't like this matchup. I don't like this line. I'm scratching my head here. I'm lean on the commanders. You know, I think I've started to figure things out. You know, I think you know the third party aside, it doesn't matter who it is. But when you and I agree on a game because you are you are such a plus you like the dogs you like those points mm-hmm. so uh, you and i ever agree on a game i think we do very very well and so far <laughs> not agreed on any games <laughs> no we have well, i mean I'm, I'm i'm giving you a lot of support in a lot of games i just don't i don't like 
I don't like a ton yeah, today. Not, yeah. All right, one last game for me. This was a late ad. I don't feel good about it, but oh. it's just to give the degenerates something. Fucking Raiders. 2-5, oh, 0-4. They've already ate up their bye week. They're 0-4 on the road. One against a Jacksonville team that despite their 2-6 record, despite their 1-3 home record, they're competitive. They're losing. That, that's kind of the, the consistency here is they're losing. They've lost five in a row. Um, and I think that's what I'm banking on here is the Raiders, man, after last week's shit show of putting up absolutely zero points against the New Orleans Saints on the road, uh, they got to put something together. It falls under Max's. They can't lose them all, right? Mm. Raiders can't lose them all on the road. Like if they lose this one, they might lose them all. But uh, I think they should be able to go into Jacksonville. It's a young team still trying to find their way around. You know, Vegas has got all these veterans with Waller and Jacobs and and uh, Derek Carr and Devonte Adams. They should be able to go in there and put up some points and win this game. So I only got to lay the two. Come on, Raiders. Can you just like one time not fuck me over? <laughs> 50 bucks on the Raiders. Gotcha. Okay, so sometimes I have a narrative in my head how I think things are going to happen. Like, um, the Raiders, who got absolutely humiliated, they got a who, who beat them last week. I don't even remember off the top of my head now. New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans put them in a clown suit, made them look like absolute fools. So my thought was, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be an overreaction by Vegas, uh, and maybe it is. Maybe it is. Uh, Raiders open up minus one and a half. So when that line opens, I'm thinking, okay, cool. When the Raiders hit plus money, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet them because it's an overreaction by everybody because the Raiders look so bad. But that's not what. I, None of that happened. None of that transpired. They went from minus one and a half to minus two to minus two and a half. So I'm leaning the Raiders here, but I'm not betting it because uh, nothing happened like I thought it was supposed to. Wow. So I've bet four games. You had a lean on every single one of them. What are you betting this week, Arch? Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why because march is about to get crazy insane maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on, the best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Having a versatile, high-quality piece of clothing feels great, but having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0. Uh, we are going to get nuts here. We've talked about this before. This is the one I'm most worried about, but we're going to do it anyway. I think we got a coin flip here. Buffalo is going to New York. The Jets opened up at 10 and a half. They're plus 11 and a half right now. Just on general principle, I'm going to take it, even though this is, it's right on the line. It's right on the line. This is 11 and a half. I, if it was just a little bit more, I'd feel better, but here it is. I'm going to take the New York Jets plus 11 and a half points for 50 bucks. Yeah, and I kind of figured you would. And, and it makes sense because not only um, are they getting 11 and a half, but they're also at home. Now, normally that would be good news for teams, but the Jets are only one in mm. three at home. Mm. Um, so in that one win was just against the Miami dolphins that didn't have Tua. So I don't, we expected both the New York teams, we expected some regression and I think we are starting to see it. You know, they, they played pretty poorly against Denver. They played really poorly against new England. And now you've got what we perceive to be as the best team in the NFL coming in. Their Buffalo. I think we agree is very capable of covering 12 points. Yes. But from a betting perspective, are you going to do it? That was where I was. Mm-hmm. I can see Buffalo winning this by 20, but I just couldn't do it. So I lean on Buffalo, but not on this game. It's, I mean, it is marginal value here. And maybe in another week, I don't do this game, but <laughs> I don't have a whole lot to play. So here we go. Uh, let's see here. There's no consistency. Ah, here we go. The Indianapolis Colts are playing the New England Patriots. So our Patriots open up minus six and a half and looks like or minus six. They're minus five and a half. Don't minus six. Oh, and points bet's got a minus five. There you go. <clears throat> Don't care. I'm taking the Colts here. Colts on the road to cover a touchdown uh, against a very inconsistent Patriots team. I, uh, what do you make of them? <laughs> like, really? Are they, are they good? Are they mediocre? Because they've shown both and they've shown to be bad. What do you think, Panther? I don't know what to think of New England, quite honestly, but I think it's easier to give tell you what I think of Indianapolis. Oh, I they're think terrible. They're, trash. Yeah, they're, they're terrible. They're putting so much pressure on this defense to keep them in games. You know, they, they, they benched Matt Ryan for the rest of the season to see if Sam Ellinger's their guy. And I'm, listen, I'm telling you right now, he's not your guy. Um, but I, they try not to pay Matt Ryan the $27 million they would owe him if he finished the season and then got guaranteed next season. That's all that that was about. Now you've got, you traded your backup and in Jim Hines and Jonathan Taylor's out. So you've got a backup clipboard, clipboard holder as your quarterback, no sustainable running back. And you, you I mean, the Colts defense is going to have to like two pick sixes or something to, to win this game. I think the uh, Patriots win, but. At the same time, I could also see it being like a 14 to 10 game. Yeah, like covering, it's going to be ugly. Yeah, it's going to be ugly. Like, if anything, I maybe look at the 40 and a half and just take the under. Yeah, yeah I can see that totally. All right. So, yeah, give me the give me the Colts there for six. Uh, we're scrolling down to this is where we miss Max because, you know, I'm going to already have everything set up while he's 
Well, he's talking incessantly. Um, we're looking for the matchup of the day. Here we go. The Rams are playing the Buccaneers. Holy shit. This is like the milk carton game. Like, have you seen these NFL teams lately? <laughs> Good Lord. Your, your last two Super Bowl champions, right? Yeah, right. Here we go. Here we go. Clash of the Titans. Uh, who wants to lose this game more is apparently the question. Uh, at plus three, I think the Rams are the play. I, I do. I really do. I think that... <laughs> They're not great, but for that first half against the 49ers, man, they looked good, and they just completely fell apart in the second half. We don't think that highly of Tampa Bay. There's clearly something going on in Tampa Bay. They have all the pieces, but they're not fitting together. I don't know if this is a coaching problem. I don't know if this is a Tom Brady problem, but there's problems. Give me the Rams, plus three. They got humiliated last week. They're not going to do it again. If you ask Bruce Arians, he'll probably tell you what the problem is. But, um, you know, Tampa Bay's lost four of their last five games. The one win, they managed 21 points. Uh, and, and since then, they've managed 18, 3, and 22. The offense just is not clicking. You talked about them having all the pieces, and they do. They, they've, this is the same team that won the Super Bowl two years ago. And, okay, Tom Brady is like 69 years old now, but um, – I don't know. Do we really pin it all on him? The defense has not been playing as well as they have. The offense can't get anything going, particularly on the running side of the uh, ball. That's both teams. The Rams are averaging 68 yards per game on the ground. The Bucks are at 62 yards. <laughs> so now we're going to put this entire game in the air with Brady and Stafford. Brady's old. Stafford's broken. I don't like either one of these offenses. Uh, I, I dare I say the loser probably out right i think the loser particularly tampa bay this would be their sixth loss um, in a division that we thought they would run away with was that gonna make them like two games out of first yeah and they probably lost those <laughs> tiebreakers too so um this tampa bay tampa bay is in a must must win situation here i think at home with in my opinion the better talent some point that talent has to show up i mean you literally for the rams all you gotta do is try and defend cooper cup they don't know what to do after that. They can't run, and there's nobody else on the team that's willing to catch the ball. So, full team Cooper Cup and see what happens. I'm going to lean the Buccaneers here. All right. Okay, so there's we've got so much time left, and there's a marginal play. There's a marginal, marginal play. We'll take a look at it as soon as I find it. Here we go. The Chargers are going to Atlanta, and uh, it opened up three, minus three, whatever. It's three right now. Ever so slightly, ever so slightly. I do believe there's some value here on the Falcons at home plus the three. So, yeah, for the purpose of the show, I'll do it. I'll jump on the Falcons. 50 bucks. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be a play tomorrow in the book club or not. Oh, my God. So that we finally actually neither one of us. You just bet it on the show, but I, I, agreement. If this was three and a half, I was probably mm -hmm. on it. Yeah. There's something going on with this Charger team. They're four and three, two and one on the road, but their defense is giving up 27 points per game. And they've given up damn near 30 points over three of their last four games. They gave up 24 to Houston, 28 to Cleveland, and 37 two weeks ago uh, against the, the uh, Seattle. So they did have an extra week. That's the one thing about the Chargers. They, they um, were on their bye week last week, so they have two weeks to prepare. Uh, then they travel to Atlanta. So obviously Atlanta, weather's not an issue or anything. They play in a dome. Um, Atlanta coming off that overtime win against Carolina. 
I just I don't know who these teams are. I think that's why it's so hard to bet them. Is we're halfway through the season and I still could not tell you a strength of either team. Atlanta's it looks like has been running the ball at 158 yards per game. That seems to be their best thing. So if they can run, I think Atlanta at least covers the three. So moral support, I guess. Uh, I agree with you, but I couldn't get there. Man, yeah, and the Chargers defense. You're you're absolutely right. Maybe one of the worst in the NFL right now. Certainly worse than Green Bay. We'll just say that. That's in Arch's uh, algorithm. That's that's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <sighs> yeah, but I mean, really, Detroit has a worse defense. Uh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to think who else has a worse defense than the Chargers right now. Maybe maybe the Falcons do. Maybe. Just looking. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, the Chargers. What? Is that okay? What's the biggest surprise to you? The Chargers not doing well. The Raiders not doing well. I think it's I think it's the Raiders because the Raiders have lost some. They could easily be five and two instead of two and five. Mm-hmm. The games that they have lost have been two points. Gave away that literally gave away that game to Arizona. Um, they had another. They almost beat the Chiefs. I mean, the Raiders are right there. I think the Chargers are record wise kind of are who we thought they were just how they got there there's no description of hey are the Chargers a defensive team no well oh then it must be justin herbert no well maybe it's austin eckler no i don't even know how to how they got to four and three honestly (laughs) the afc west looks exactly like how i thought it would be chiefs chargers broncos raiders i just didn't think there'd be 15 losses (laughs) but right (laughs) I, I still am stunned that the Raiders are worse than the Broncos because I think the Broncos are absolutely trash. They are. They are absolutely trash. Somehow they found a way to win, and it's it's surprising. So the Raiders are like the anti the anti Bengals from last season. Instead of winning close games, they're just shitting the bed on every single one. Hey, so like you mentioned, we got a little bit of time here to kill. So maybe one or two other games. I got to get your take, though. Green Bay's on the road going to Detroit. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers has owned Detroit like he's owned Chicago, but right now he doesn't own his own team. They've lost four in a row, averaging 18 points per game, made no moves at the trade deadline. I'm going against a Detroit team that was highest scoring offense in the league for the first quarter of the season. They got back to that last week, put up 27. I mean, Detroit at home plus three and a half seems like the play. There's, what do we like about Green Bay? Anything? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I don't like don't anything. Like their defense and they can't score. They don't, yeah, their defense is not great. They have one of the worst wide receiving cores in the NFL, the whole NFL. They're just a trash. There's nobody for Aaron Rodgers to throw to. And uh, yeah, and it's only three and a half. And is stuck that way. This this to me smells a little stinky, a little stinky. I imagine that everyone's probably hammering Detroit at that three and a half, and that line is not moved. So make of that what you will. I do think Detroit should win and cover, but I'm not betting it because of that. Detroit has been one of the worst defenses in the league oh, yeah. all season long. Yeah. Green Bay get correct? Maybe, uh, you know, my contrarian nature tells me maybe Green Bay is the play. Maybe they come out with guns a-blazing and look great. I mean, you give a laundry list of reasons why they're going to lose. You know, no wide receivers. Aaron Rodgers is looking frustrated, bad defense. And I kind of <laughs> kind of like Green Bay. <laughs> so, I mean, this is it. If Green Bay loses this game, they're three and six, a mile behind Minnesota. The division's gone, and they could be half a mile behind anybody in the wild card. Hmm. 
Yeah, they're not even. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, the Cowboys, the Giants, both six and two. Yeah, but I mean, what? Who's the next? Who's the next best? Four and four. Commanders, Niners, both four and four. It's not. It's not over by any stretch for the wild card. Right. I just not not seeing anything out of them. Just not seeing anything at all. Um, and the other game I wanted to look at, I was kind of surprised you weren't on it. Seemed like your kind of game. Seattle going to uh, Arizona. Uh, Seattle is kind of the one, another team that's winning because we, we we joke Geno Smith. He is playing well, but I'm not a believer in Geno Smith. I'm not a believer in this offense. I think they're a mirage, but Arizona has not shown like they're going to get out of their own way. DeAndre Hopkins is back, and they still that defense still managed to give up 34 points last week to Minnesota. Is Arizona ever going to get it correct, or is Seattle for real? Two questions for you. Oh, boy. I don't know that Arizona ever will get it correct. This might just be who they are. What is this? Okay, so this line is a clusterfuck, too. I think this is what scared me off. Opened at four. It's one and a half or two now. It's just two. Man, stink, stinks. Everything about this stinks. I'm kind of, uh, let's see here. I'm kind of leaning Seattle plus the points. But uh, I can't bet this game. I don't know. If, I don't know if Geno Smith is for real, but now... You've got to ask, I mean, now that we know Russ a little bit better, a little bit differently, we're thinking about him differently. Maybe Pete Carroll is a, a bit of a quarterback whisperer here. Maybe he understands how to play to a quarterback's strengths, where a rookie coach in Denver doesn't understand that. We talked about this well, a couple of weeks ago, too. You know, Denver does not play to Russ's strengths. I mean, and the defense is their, their natural inclination to protect against the pass, printing those uh, cover shells, has really hurt Russ. I agree. I think that's one of the biggest things is when you have a coach and a quarterback, if you've got, you know, just a, a pocket West Coast offense kind of coach, and then you bring in a mobile uh, running type quarterback like a Russ, and you don't utilize those assets, then it's one of them's got to go. Like, you got to fix that. Uh, Pete Carroll has, you know, historically, remember way back in his USC days, Right, he had he had guys like I believe he was there when Carson Palmer was there, and um, yeah, who was Carson uh, Palmer? Matt Liner was that a Liner? Yeah, that was one of his guys too. Um, you know, and then he comes back into the NFL, and he's got you know Russell Wilson. Now he's got Geno Smith, two very mobile quarterbacks. Um, you've got to adapt to your talent. Right? You can't be so ironclad in your coaching staff or your coaching ways, your playbook that you don't adapt. And I think you've maybe nailed the. Um, the nail on the head here is that Denver's not doing that. And that's maybe why that offense looks so stagnant is because Russ, I don't know, maybe Russ just needs to take off and move anyway and, and uh, do what he needs to do. But he's also older uh, and doesn't have near the talent around him that he had in Seattle. But anyway, for this game, you know, Seattle's won four of the last five. They, they lost at New Orleans and still scored 32 points in that game. I haven't seen anything out of Arizona. I really think this might be who they are. They might regret that Kyler Murray signing, and, and it's probably going to cost their coach his job because, you know, somebody's got to go, and if now it's not going to be Murray. So it um, could be a coaching vacancy in Arizona when the season's over. Yeah, I mean, when you re when you sign the quarterback to an extension, <laughs> you got to know this the team is back in the quarterback, not the coach. That's exactly. And we, but we all questioned that, right? We all questioned that uh, when they signed him. 
it wasn't necessarily money they signed him. It was just that how much money the quarterback position is demanding now. And Murray got paid as a top five quarterback. And we can ask anybody on the street to name the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. And Kyler Murray's name is not coming up. Rory said uh, Murray's a professional at Call of Duty. Well, he probably is. <laughs> <laughs> There's a career out there for that kind of thing. So, so do we, I mean, is it Kingsbury? I mean, if they bring in a better coach, would Murray look better? Who's a better coach? I'm always, I've always had this uh, when I'm looking at getting rid of a coach. If you get rid of a coach who's actually been successful, um, and who you going to get? I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Kingsbury has been successful. I wonder if his success is capped out. This is, this is just who they are. They're like a ten and six, eleven and five team. Never going to win a Super Bowl. So maybe you move on from from Cliff Kingsbury. But at the same time, who do you bring in? I don't think Arizona's a complete team. You know, JJ uh, Watt is forty six years old, and and they don't have any semblance really of a, a running game. James Conner's okay. DeAndre Hopkins has no help on the other side. I don't think it's a Kingsbury problem, um, but could really use some draft picks and some younger players and get healthy yeah that's that's true any other games you want to touch on i think we touched on them all except sunday night football it's your chiefs leaning uh leaning the titans oh and a half points that, that's an arch play yeah just too many points, points. Twenty I mean, too many points Kansas City is certainly capable of covering that and uh you know tennessee they're winning but they're you know they're winning a little little stagnant you know just the running game and and, and I just don't know how good Tennessee really is. They're five and two, which is which is pretty good. They're the same record as the Chiefs. I just I just don't know. Their um their offense is a little eh. their defense is good, but their offense eh. I don't know if they can keep up with Kansas City, but I'm still gonna lean them. Tennessee knows they have to slow the game way down, keep keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. And if they can do that, then they're definitely gonna cover. Well, I think the big question mark for this game is whether or not Ryan Tannehill plays. I'm hearing that he won't, which will give us Liberty uh, rookie Malik Willis. Kind of excited to watch him play. But, um, yeah, to your point, Tennessee's really like a a 19-point, 20-point team. So Kansas City getting over 30, very, very possible. They average 32 points per game. If Tennessee can slow it down, keep it low scoring, they're going to lose the game. I think there's no doubt they lose the game. But that 12 and a half, that's that's a ton of points, as I found out on Thursday. (laughs) It really is. Uh, Let's go through some comments. Nard Dog says, Sex Panther taking advantage of his talk time today. You know, I I don't really get a lot of talk time uh, ever. So to uh, sit here and make up things and, you know, I don't read from a script. Everything just comes from off the cuff. I just make shit up and I enjoy talking to talking to Arch. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Nardog. Thanks for noticing me, Yardog. Uh, Roy says Brady looks like ass. He certainly does. He really does. Uh, Nardog says Atlanta has a terrible pass D. Chargers have a terrible run D. I might go with the over. <laughs> <laughs> Very possible. Uh, Roy says he loves it. Hit the nail on the head, Panther. He said professional Call of Duty player. And Roy says, should have had me on. We thought Phil was coming. Uh, just didn't know until the last second. He wasn't going to make it because he was he was in the, I'm, you know, probably going to make it camp. So there's that. What? That's three weeks. We can put him on the IL now. That's it. What did we talk about today? We talked about the NFL. Nothing but the NFL. All NFL. Week nine. Sex Panther, take us home. 
Uh, Alright, well, let's do what we always have to do. The generous love to play these parlays. So, do you have a lock mm. the day? God damn. Um, give me the Colts plus six. Minneapolis plus six. Uh, I think Minnesota take care of business. And you gave me about as much moral support with my Raiders without betting it as I could possibly get. So we'll go with the Colts, the Vikings, and the Raiders. That'll be your degenerate parlay for NFL Sunday on Facebook or on Twitter, but mostly it is the book club. We love having you guys join us live and comment and talk with us. It's always a good time. You too can join us in the book club. Shoot the shit, call us out by name, we'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did last week, what you're doing this week, and when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.